This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I just wanted it to start with a four. RJ said he was going to be happy if it started with a three. The New York Giants get the extension done with Daniel Jones, four for 160. And it turns out nobody was happier than Bobby Belt. Nobody was happier Mm. than Bobby on the morning show text chain. Four for 160 for old DJ. Yeah, with uh, escalators that can give him like another $30 billion over the life of the contract, which means... 82 he, guaranteed at signing. Which means he is now, at the very least, equal, and if he hits the escalators above Dak Prescott's contract, and this is why you just pay it. Pay and, it. And if he's... Listen, if he's if he hits the escalators, that's that's bad. Like, let's be yeah. fair. Depending on what the escalators are. Right. If it's just games played. If it's then... like, oh, you get $5 million for making the Pro Bowl. Okay, well, I mean, the eighth best quarterback in the conference can make the Pro Bowl sure. these days. And so, to me, it's just, it should quiet down the criticism of the DAC contract because this t- shows you what the market is. It shows you what the market is now. DAC signing his deal two years ago, whatever it is is now equal to what Daniel Jones gets paid in 2023. You are always going to pay through the nose, always going to pay more whenever you wait. Now, yes, it doesn't make it right. Take the words out of my mouth, child. Let's see. It does make it right. No, see, no. my instant reaction to your message yesterday, and I don't want to I don't want to fight, you know, one minute yes, into you, you being here. Yeah, you do. But it's, you know, I I don't want to flex. That's that, that I don't want to flex like that. You know what I mean? That the flex with Dak Prescott should be, this guy's a freaking baller. He y'all, is. y'all still question, and and instead your flex is, and a lot of people's flex. Daniel Jones just got paid the same. Yes, that means it was right, and it's that's just that's just the wrong type of flex. It's like it's like whenever we keep talking about Dak, and the first three things are intangibles and leadership and the face of the franchise. And I'd be insulted if I was him. And I think it's a little bit telling when you don't talk about his skills. And his ability, it's all the other intangible stuff. And before saying, you see what Dak did on the field? You see how much of a baller he is? He should shut you up with the contracts. No, it's, see, Daniel Jones got just the same. So that makes it right. Uh, no, Weird flex. I, so so you're, you're saying that I've never presented an argument that Dak has been worth the contract? No, you have, but a lot of the Dak heads. Sure. A lot of the Dak heads go, see, see. What really it should come down to is if the guy to be choppy 
can win you the Super Bowl. Not, well, Daniel Jones is going to get overpaid, so let's overpay well, ours. Well, here's, here's how I look at it. $40 million, When you hear the number $40 million, people just hear that number, and they say, he is overpaid. He should never make $40 million. And what I'm saying is this Daniel Jones contract shows you what market value is and now shows you that Dak is on a bargain so that your perception of what Dak's deal is is wrong. Your perception the entire time of what $40 million was before Daniel Jones got the deal was wrong, and the Giants showed you yesterday it's wrong. He's he's not overpaid, Dak. The, the the deal, the contract, I don't believe was a mistake. But well, there's two types of overpay. There's what the market calls for, and like, are you really? And you may think this is the same thing. Are you really like worth that as a player? Like Dak Prescott was never at the time of pay. That's why I can't stand the way the NFL leapfrogs with payment. He was never what he was at the time of the money. In terms of what the market calls for, mm-hmm. yes. Yes, I can't, I can't fight it because everyone jumps each other. Yeah, they do. And I, look, I, I could easily make the argument that all quarterbacks are grossly underpaid based on the percent that yeah. they, they dictate for each win. True. Like the quarterback makes up, what, 15% of the salary, 20% of the salary cap, when in reality uh, they contribute to about 75% of the win. So they should be taking 75% of the overall salary cap if you want to break it down that way. Um, and that would make running backs and linebackers completely useless, Bobby, and give them a half million dollars a year, but mm. whatever. Um, but so, no, like, you know, but do I think that he can individually, like, like win you a championship? I, I'll say this. The NFC allows him to individually maybe bring you to a Super Bowl because he's at worst the second or third best quarterback in the conference, at worst. Mm-hmm. And at best, he's the best. All right, let's come back and unite together. Unite the clans. We're all very happy that Daniel Jones just got 40 a year, right? Glorious. Yes. I, I, we, all, we all were celebrating. Yeah. Let's yeah. all celebrate together. The only thing that can make this better is that they tag Saquon Barkley. Oh, wait, they did! <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> listen, when, the cat, when you make the same move on a running back that the New York Giants do, you know it was the wrong move. <laughs> oh, the Cowboys? Yes. Pollard and Saquon getting the same amount. Who would have thunk it? What were what were your meathead Giants friends fans saying? Oh gosh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I'm so glad you because I have them trapped. I had them trapped, and they just shut up. They disappeared because during the year when they react, you know, every other second they overreact. And during the the, the Vikings game, Daniel Jones is just as good, if not better, than Dak Prescott. So I said, okay, I'm gonna save this. I'm gonna remember this. I'm going to remember you said that. So then when the $45 million a year, when the $40 million a year rumors were out there, I was texting them. I said, you agree with this, right? That's more than Dak. You said during the year he was better. Uh, who was it? Moraz on CBS Sports yeah. Radio. He was saying the same thing. And they're like, well, like, you know, I think, I think you know, 38, you know, 38 a year would probably be fair. And then yesterday it officially hit 40 a year. And I texted them. Are you happy? Crickets. Crickets, because now they know the truth deep down. They overreact towards a lucky fluke season that the Giants had, and now they uh, they they backed up. They backed up what your mouth uh, what your mouth was talking during the regular season. But here's my worry: if we believe they have a new legit regime, mm-hmm. and we believe in Brian Dayball outside of Choppy, we're either missing it. Or they're missing it. Some of the Daniel Jones they're defenders yesterday that were Tolos were saying, 
Look at his efficiency. Right, he did take a step. He, he he's When I was watching him at the end of the year, I was like, he's, he's playing smart. Like, he's not going to cost them games, even though he was known for turnovers early on. So what do you think of their regime, Bobby? And how do... How does this make sense if they're legitimate and competent? So, again, there is so they, them paying him forty million today, averaging out forty million dollars on a two hundred twenty-four million dollars salary cap means they're giving him seventeen percent of the cap. When Dak got his deal, he was twenty-one percent of the cap, and so I think it's more their value. Done him. a lot more no, than right, Daniel yes. Jones, right? But I, like Daniel Jones on the verge of being out, gone, right? But I'm saying that seventeen percent of the cap is is below still what a lot of these other guys get when they get their new deal. So I think you're seeing part of it is inflation of the cap, but part of it is the Giants, it seems like, probably value the idea of they don't ever want to get stuck in quarterback purgatory. That is the biggest fear of every NFL franchise, is that they become the Washington Commanders and that they just, they're stuck. The Colts are in this, like, position right now, and they've been trying for, what did Andrew Luck retire, 19? 18, something like that. 18, so, I mean, we're talking about five years that the Colts have been trying. Yeah, they've, they've been in a bad spot. I mean, like, the issue is, is, look, if you have, let's just say you have, give me a give me a quarterback. Tyler Huntley. No, 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 no. Like, a good quarterback. But Tyler a, Huntley. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> uh, what do you want What is an example? What are you trying so to So, I'm just trying to think, like, you know, like we talked about yesterday, right? You know, with 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 Dak and Anthony Richardson, like, would you give up this? Would you give up Dak right now mm-hmm. to get Anthony Richardson? Yeah. And the the you could there's one of two things. You could either stay safe, or you could take. There's only one quarterback as a chance to be the best quarterback in the NFL of the two of them, and that's Anthony sure. Richardson. He's the old Dak does not have a chance to be the best quarterback in the NFL. We've seen enough of it, but but a rookie does. So do you go down the safe route, or do you as um, as as Sean McVay said, you know, let him hang, put him on the table, and take a chance. After Dak's first two seasons, 2017, he was not really very good. There was a lot of chatter. People were, I remember it was discussed on this station, of would you trade Dak for the opportunity to have Baker Mayfield at number one? And everybody said yes. And as it turned out, Dak as that player, even as flawed as he was after two seasons, was a better football player than Baker Mayfield ever became. So that's the that's yeah. the sort of thing that I think it's the the bird Swing in the miss. hand versus yeah. two in the bush thing for for the Giants and that they say, you know what, Daniel Jones has shown he's competent enough. He made Daniel Jones was not bad last year. He wasn't great, but he was not bad. And no. they can win with it yeah. if they've got a certain setup around him. And so I think they feel like, all right, we'd prefer to be here and right. have to get out of it eventually, but you cannot just say See you without Man. anything in place and ready. See, and that's the that that is that is uh, a road to mediocrity. It, like you know, you, if you don't have yeah, but your philosophy is you're living in an, a dream world. As Broadus has always said, the only team that can do it is right here in this city, whose GM has staying power and will never be fired. No other team will do it because every other GM will be run. So you, yeah, you and that's you know, where the you, owner's got to step in. Yeah, so your philosophy, yes, I get it, but it's never, ever going to happen unless you have, you know, a GM on a 15-year deal or it's Jerry and Steven that do it because the GM ain't going nowhere. You also cannot GM with your job status in mind. You have to GM 
to make the best. <laughs> no, you have to. Yeah. Like, well, if you, 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 you want to do it right, he's never gonna. Yeah, if but you want to do it right but again. Gotta, that's never. It's impossible. You're, you're, you're talking about a dream world. No one's ever going to do that. Yeah, I know. But the dream world. I mean, what do GMs make? It Salary just depends. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that low low seven figures. Like that's that that's that's quite a bit of of financial security that you could get away with. What? Do you think Washington regret for as flawed as he is? Do you think Washington regrets letting Kirk Cousins go? Uh, no. I think they absolutely do. I think if they could go back and change that decision, they would keep Kirk Cousins there instead of the cycle at quarterback that they go through. And that's the thing: everybody is a. When you walk away from somebody like Kirk Cousins, you do ridiculous things like trade for Alex Smith and pay him twenty five million dollars, yeah. and you trade up to get quarterbacks that that don't pan out. And and now you're sitting here. I mean, this is something that. Is Heineke, I think, has the third best winning percentage of any Washington quarterback in the Snyder era. <laughs> and that's their issue, though. Like, like, they have done it. They have gone the wrong way about it. They have gone and gotten veteran quarterbacks. Now, like, who was the quarterback they drafted in the first round since letting go? It was just Dwayne Haskins. That's it. They had one mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. They, gave, they gave one shot to let Kirk Cousins go. Well, they, 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 Haskins and they acquired Alex Smith and they've tried to acquire other quarterbacks who are veterans. Mm-hmm. This is just, it's this awful cycle that the the examples we have of teams have tried it. Let's walk away from this veteran and let's just make it happen. They did. Washington tried it and they've blown it. Indy was put in that position, not by their choice. And they are sitting here five years later going, what the hell are we supposed to do at quarterback? Like uh, Det- real quick, Detroit did. They got rid of Stafford. They got two firsts and a cheap quarterback. Like he's like twenty six a year, his cap hit. But but it is Goff was still a player. He was the former number one overall pick. He was somebody who had made the Pro Bowl. He was somebody who had been to a Super Bowl, and that people did think highly of. The Rams had just no longer thought highly of him. But, but the, what they did is they allowed themselves a position to either see if Goff returns, or we don't like him. We have two first round draft picks now that we can use to pick another quarterback, and, and I think that's kind of the route to go. I, I you know it's. Not not getting Alex Smith and Carson Wentz. Yeah, I think what you're talking about though is yeah, but you miss you miss with the rookie quarterback and you're probably gone. That, uh, again, that's where the, that's where the owner's got to step yeah, in but, and but, say this is what you're going to do and and you're going to have job yeah. security because of well, it. when it happens, it'll be news because it's not happening. Uh, and you know, Thomas Dimitrov, you can talk about life changing money as a GM. No offense. I loved him as a guest. Thomas Dimitrov is pushing analytic websites with us at the Super Bowl. Like, he's not just sitting back in Cabo. Um, and, you know, these these teams don't want to wait, you know. Woody Johnson mm-hmm. and the Jets are meeting with Aaron Rodgers. This thing is heating up. We still don't have confirmation that Aaron Rodgers is coming back, but the Jets are meeting Sauce Gardner, trying to do his part, saying, I promise if you become a Jet, I won't pick you off in practice, and I'll burn the cheese head. <laughs> so that was sauce. And then Tom Brady responding Tom Brady. to the Miami Dolphins comeback reports from Rich Eisen. Tom tweeted, he's really good on social media. Anyone who thinks I have time to come back to the NFL has never adopted a two-month-old kitten for their daughter. Great tweet. Very, <laughs> very self-deprecating. I love it. Love seeing that. Does he do it, do you think? Do you think he runs his social media? Uh, I know he's got a team. I wonder if he has handlers who like write those things for. Like he may send them, but I wonder if he has handlers who are basically writing all his content because I mean, he's re- not that funny on the Let's Go podcast or in the press conferences. Well, he's 
got to be more measured, I think, talking live than, you know, thinking about a tweet. The real question is, does that tweet mean anything? The headlines were, Tom Brady dismisses retirement. Does a cat joke shut it down? (laughs) I'll tell you what it is. It's not a no. (laughs) It's not a no. That's how Peyton should approach dating. Yep. It's not a no. (laughs) It's not a no. All right. We got off track here. The, The biggest story in the league is what happened to Lamar Jackson yesterday. This is fascinating. Why did everyone line up? To say no to Lamar after the Ravens said, we're tagging you, but you can go negotiate. Mavs win, and the fight of the day, J.J. Reddick versus Kendrick Perkins over white MVPs. A loaded 6 a.m. hour hump day edition. Just getting started on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And it's back to Sean and RJ right here on 105.3 The Fan segment brought to you by the personal injury lawyers Frankel. And Frankel, there's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. Visit truckwreck.com or call them 214-333-3333. All right, we got to get to the uh, Mavs win over the Jazz. John Morant update. Paul Pierce defending him. Plaxico Burris with advice for Jaw. How would you like to be Plax? Your phone only rings when someone, like, has a gun issue. Shooting. <laughs> it's not because of your Super Bowl game-winning catch. Yeah. Uh, it's not because of that. Nothing like that. It's Plax, um, make that phone. Peyton. Call Plaxico Burris and ask him to come on to talk about Jaw. Make the phone call. Tell me what you would say. You're all, you're, you're the producer. I'm Plax. Ring, 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 ring. Hello? Hey, Jaw. This is Payne from 105. No, we're not Jaw. You're not Jaw. Jaw, 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 Ja
Hey, Black, sorry, I heard y'all. Call hey, Black, Cheddar Spain Burris. from 1053 The Fan in Dallas. How are you doing this morning? Hey, what's up, man? What's hey, up? I wanted to get you on uh, Sean and RJ right here. And uh, Who are they? To, Who are they? Uh, the host at 1053 The Fan. Oh. And I uh, wanted to talk about, uh, we want to talk about the latest uh, issues with John Morant. Why are you calling me? Because uh, you know the history about guns. Because <laughs> you too <laughs> shot yourself in a club. Because we think you would have the best advice for Jaw, and we want to discuss you go. things about. There you him. go. And he was in. There was there was legal. Because you're trouble. probably packing right now. Because yeah. remember the legal trouble that he had is that like handguns were like illegal in New York City, Manhattan, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then he was also in a club. Uh, yeah, shot himself in the leg, just like Cheddar Bob in Eight Mile, and he became Cheddar Burris on the internet for a whole year. Yeah, I don't know if he's doing current media, but Plax will have advice for Jaw coming up. The Lamar Jackson story is the one that I really wanted to talk about. My goodness, this is juicy. So yesterday, uh, Lamar Jackson got tagged by the Baltimore Ravens. But it was important to point out what type of tag it was. This tag allows Lamar to go out and negotiate, right? If another team reaches a deal, and this is what we heard from the Combine, and I think it's smart by the Ravens. Bobby told us a humongous issue in this was his mom negotiating this. There are problems working out a deal with her, and there was a sentiment from the Combine. If there was another agent, this thing may have already been done. So the Ravens are going to say, fine, okay. You think we're the problem? Go out and talk with the rest of the league. It's taken us two years to not get something done. So you go out and you have a few weeks or whatever time there is until the deadline hits and work it out with somebody else. And if they do come to terms, the Ravens can match. If the Ravens don't want to match, they get two first-round picks in exchange. But it was a little newsworthy that they tagged him with the ability to go talk to others. Yeah, now they're saying that they could get different compensation as well they can be creative with the compensation that they get in return for them that's what the espn article said in what sense um because like frank clark got a first and a second they swapped thirds uh i think i think i think you can negotiate certain aspects of it i don't think a quarterback they would ever take anything less than the the two right but what i'm saying is could they get maybe more no, I don't think so. Like, I mean, you can, you can negotiate down something lower if, if teams are like, well, we want to sign this, but we don't want to give up two first-round picks. And then somebody can say, all right, well, let's do a first and swap thirds and things like that. I don't think you can negotiate more because I think the baseline. the baseline is all that is expected of us is this. Right. And so. So this is going to be $32 million this season. Mm-hmm. That's less expensive than the exclusive tag would have paid $45 million. And that would have allowed the Ravens to control his rights this year. For as much as everybody thought during the DAC negotiations that the Cowboys were acting like they didn't want to sign him or they didn't, they were worried about getting into a long-term deal with him, they never once pondered the non-exclusive. They, would, they were not going to put him out there to even get offer sheets. Wow. Generally, when you tag somebody like a quarterback, you're not even going to let them get offer sheets. The fact that the Ravens go... Now, there's two thought processes here. Go negotiate another deal. Bring it back to us, and we'll we'll see if we want to pay it or not. We, we will, we'll give up two first-round picks. There's that aspect of it. The other aspect is, and this has been floated, I know, in league circles, the Ravens could be looking at it as, 
We want to sign Lamar. Lamar's being difficult with us. Let's go let him negotiate the deal with somebody else. They'll give us the parameters. Then we go, okay, we sign it. Yeah. And so they're basically they're tired of negotiating it and saying, we still have every intention to sign you, but go get the negotiation done with another team and then bring it back to us. I mean, if I were them, that's what I would do. It seems like they're just tired. Like they, they can't get, they've gotten nowhere. They've hit a wall, you know, bring in new parties, go negotiate with Atlanta or with Cleveland or you just pick a team. I'm just throwing teams out there. Just go to go, go negotiate with somebody else. So here's what the, here's what's fascinating, and this is going to dominate all the shows this morning. Within a 30 minute span, we got reports from every single NFL city that has been tied to him. The Panthers are not expected to pursue Lamar. The Raiders are unlikely. The Falcons are out per Diana Rossini. Jeff Darlington, the Dolphins are not going to be pursuing Lamar. As one source said, Mike McDaniel fully believes Tua is the perfect fit for his system. So I'm like, dang it. This is all drying up and leading right down 95 to the Washington Commanders. Mike Florio's theory of Dan Snyder leaving with a bang. And then Kimberly Martin tweeted, the Commanders are also unlikely. So like a choreographed news release... Panthers, Raiders, Falcons, Commanders, Dolphins, out, 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 out. And that had the entire NFL going off on Twitter. RG3, JJ Watt, what's going on here? And the word collusion took over the internet that the other owners have gotten together and they said, we're all not going to pay the sins of the Cleveland, we're not going to pay for the sins of the Cleveland Browns. No one make this mistake again. We're all going to have a quarterback salary to pay eventually. Let's not screw each other, and let's ice this right here. Oh, uh, look. I, I mean, wouldn't put it past them. I, I wouldn't put it past them either. Now, like, if you're uh They blackballed Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah. They all got together on that. I don't care what anyone tells me. I'll take that to the grave. They all got together to keep Kaepernick out. Uh, this makes a lot of sense if they're like, no one gives out this contract ever again. You know, I didn't. It did, I didn't think collusion because um, you know at, at first when it, when it was just Miami and just like I could I could justify Miami. They don't have a first round pick this year. They've got Tua. They had a, he had a good year. If he's healthy, let it ride. Um, Atlanta didn't make sense, but then you know they're going to have to give up the eighth pick in the draft. Atlanta to me makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean Arthur Smith. Like he needs he needs to win. Um, they would have to give up though the eighth pick in the draft and then next year's one, and then close to fifty million dollars a year. Like Lamar's, they, Lamar's twenty six. Let's keep that in mind. Injuries, but twenty six. But yeah, so that's a lot to give up, especially when there's a good chance there's a quarterback available for them. Maybe they move up. Well, you can have a quarterback. Is the quarterback going to be Lamar Jackson? No, he he's not. He may not be Lamar Jackson, but we've seen enough history uh, that shows that you know only only a select few quarterbacks, you know, since John Elway have won after they got paid. Very few quarterbacks have uh, is the right thing to do win with a rookie. Look, this boils down to. One of two things to me, Bobby, and the other one's going to be the Bobby opinion, I think. <laughs> There's collusion or Lamar Jackson is overrated. If Lamar Jackson's special 
And he's the number one player in the NFL as the players voted years ago. And this is transcendent. And this is never before seen. And we're not going to get it again for a long time. It don't make any sense for these teams to be running away from this. So he's either a guy that can't throw the football. He's injury prone. Or they're colluding to not give out the Watson deal again. Pick that apart. Um, It's both. I think it's it's both and then more. Like, I think it's... Like, there's no reason for the Carolina Panthers, unless you believe he can't throw, to be out on this. There's no reason for the Atlanta Falcons, unless you believe he can't throw, to be out on this. There's no reason for Washington to be out on this, unless you believe he's injury prone and he can't throw. Yeah, so I think it's... I think it's a lot of things. First off, on the idea of collusion, I I think the NFL would be very the NFL owners would be very careful not to leave evidence of collusion. They would make it look like the the most amazing case of parallel thinking ever. Like of just course. oh no, we all thirty two mm-hmm. and so because of that, that's always gonna be impossible to prove. I, I don't think it's like they all sit down at some, yeah. you know, giant round table and go like you know, so shall it be written, so shall it be done. Yeah, but, we will we will not but do But you this. agree they did it to Kaepernick. Yes. Okay. I just don't think they sat in a room and all yeah, said I'm it. I'm not think, asking right, what right, can right, be right. proven. Right, just... right. And so I think that it's partly that. It's partly an agreement of we're not going to have the Deshaun Watson thing become the norm. It's part that. It's part Lamar is not the guy that everybody tries to say he is. He's just not as a quarterback. I think it's part the injury risk. I think a lot of teams around the league – saw how Lamar played the knee at the end of the year and went, do we want that in a franchise quarterback? I don't think so. That There are a lot of people who question the toughness and his commitment to the team through that. Sure. And then I think it's it's been difficult. Imagine. Like, Choppy, I was expecting you to destroy these teams who are not committing to trying to get him. Because you've, oh, you've, think... you've been a Lamar supporter. You've been a Lamar fan. I mean, here's your quarterback. Yeah, but like, listen. There's 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 a lot of evidence that's mounted on on players that you know. Again, you win in your rookie deal, or you don't win. I don't. Th- I don't. Just I, don't I just don't think that plays as heavily as you think. Oh, it these may not play these in, teams it may are not, so desperate to get a quarterback. It may not play in the GM room. I'm saying it should. Okay. All right. Like, I would not personally, unless I have, uh, basically Patrick Mahomes. I'm recycling quarterbacks every five years. I'm keeping them on rookie deals, and I'm just going to go. Because there's enough history that shows, unless you've got an elite, elite quarterback. So let's put that aside, because I don't think that's factoring in. You could also justify if you're another team. The Ravens haven't given him help, as you pointed out not. last night. Nobody we- saw, Nobody talks about that. Everybody says Aaron Rodgers, one year he doesn't have a receiver, and everybody cries for Aaron Rodgers. Nobody cries for Lamar Jackson. Yet everybody wants to line up and say he can't throw. The guy's got the fourth highest winning percentage of any quarterback in NFL history. So why else? Why why are they running away instead of lining up? I think the cost that it's going to take to get two first that you know people don't want to pay that and have to pay him and he's a pain in the ass. His mom's a pain in the ass. He's a pain in the ass. They don't want to deal with that. I think it's stupid. He was a model citizen before this. Yeah, I know, but having to deal with the, the, the contract negotiations, uh, I don't know if he's not. I mean, they would know more. Is he is he negotiating in good faith? Are the Ravens negotiating in good faith? Was he not really that? Was he hurt? Uh, and also, I think that there is generally a, you know, there, there, there's a bias. There's a bias there with Lamar um, that, you know, oh, he can't throw. And, 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 it's, and it's crap. Uh, I think there's enough that he's shown that he can throw. Uh, he's I mean, nobody else gets the benefit of the doubt 
Uh, everybody else gets the benefit of the doubt when they don't have receivers, uh, except for Lamar Jackson. He's the only one that does it. I would just say, first off, the Ravens have been a very forward-thinking organization. I don't think they would be the ones that would try and say, well, he's just a running quarterback. I think they would, if any organization was going to be fine with that and negotiate, it would be Baltimore. But the other aspect is, and I'll just leave us with this. Imagine if in 2021, after Dak had had the hamstring issue or, or the calf issue, Dak didn't come back and play, had been nursing something that went well past the recovery time and entered the offseason with Tad Prescott negotiating his contract. I think we would be losing our minds. Tad is the Lamar mom analogy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just in terms of like a prominent family member that's been associated with the way he does business. I think the Ravens are doing it smart. They did this with Ray Lewis when I was there. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you're going to lose Ray Lewis. They go, go test the market, Ray. Go see what you can get. I'm like, no, are you kidding me? You're going to lose maybe the greatest linebacker ever. It worked for them. So they're they're about to unleash on the NFL what they've been dealing with. Go ahead. Work it out with another team. Let's see how easy it is. Bring it back to us. They're hoping they come back with their tail between their legs because these other teams are like, not only no, but hell no. They have a much smaller window to do it, and it works out for Baltimore. Let the market make them sober. That's the, the negotiating tactic here from Baltimore. Fascinating, I think. The audio of the day JJ Reddick. What's the wrestling thing where you where you show the is it the fifth fifth curtain? Fourth wall. The fourth, fourth wall. wall. The fourth wall was exposed at ESPN. JJ Reddick versus Kendrick Perkins over racism and white MVPs. Audio next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. continues to be on fire. Just getting the ball in the third quarter too, Mavs, while he's red hot before it turns. Seven of nine for Hardaway. Kyrie continues to lead the NBA in fourth quarter scoring. He put up 17 of his 33 in the final quarter. And Bobby, the Mavs beat the Jazz at home 120 to 116. They move from number seven to number five in the West. Yeah, it's nice that uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is good Tim Hardaway Jr. right now. The only problem is how long does it last? Like, because these are the ebbs and flows of Tim Hardaway Jr. Is that, you know, he'll go a month where he's the hottest shooter in the NBA and then he's, you know, unable to hit the broadside of a barn. Like, it's he'll shoot 15% over the course of a month. But while it's good, great. It's good. Uh, now, I did hear you say earlier that you wanted more shots for him in the fourth quarter. Third or, or in the third yeah. for for THJ over Luca, like, like the way Luca, but I, the way Luca come down and taking bad quality shots. Yes, I, so I so I've been arguing with Mavs fans with, with, with this over the past couple of games. Mm-hmm. Luca came down. Luca was banged up against the Suns right on Sunday. Yep, and there was limited time on the clock. End of the first half, and he gets the ball, and I I can't stand when NBA teams put themselves in a position to only take one shot. So Luka labors up the floor, 
five, four, three. He's going to have to shoot this step back fadeaway three. Now, Chris Paul got, Chris Paul fouled him, but I'm channeling RJ Choppy again. It doesn't make it a good shot. It was a, it was a stupid shot. Getting Kyrie's hands, someone that can run 100%, maybe do something else versus Jess. I know it's his shot, the patented step back three. And yesterday, I thought there was a couple times when Luka just came down the floor. It was like, I'm shooting this three. I wanted to see when someone's out of their mind, red hot, unconscious, let's, you know, let's keep them going a little bit. That's the responsibility that Barkley and Shaq try to throw on Luka sometimes. I'm nitpicking, but... Um, I just, I just was gonna say, I don't, I don't know that a even when it's not great, I don't ever fault Luca for looking for a shot. Oh, I do. Just because I think that he can get his anytime. Yeah, he, he can can't, get his anytime, man. He can, but I don't, I don't fault him for trying to jump start getting into a rhythm. And so if he comes down, and he looks for a shot. Like when you're Luca, I, I mind when it's Tim Hardaway Jr. doing that. I mind when it's Reggie Bullock. I mind when it's. He has Even ever- just mid-level players. But when you're talking about like one of the top scores in the game, I don't have a problem with him trying to establish a I, shot. I believe he has a responsibility to take advantage. First off, get other guys going and definitely keep them going when they're when they're unconscious, like Hardaway is. That's right. my opinion. Oh, yes. I mean, as a point guard. You know, as the point guard, your job is to facilitate, not just to score. Yeah. Um, you know, Lucas, let's be fair, he's a ball hog at times. Uh, th- there's no doubt about that. Sure, and but I don't mind top five players being ball hogs. No, I, I don't necessarily either. But if they're inefficient that night, I do mind. Like when it's a, when back in the day, JJ Beret used to come in and take six shots in a row. That's that's what I hate. All right, let's try to compromise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of coming right down the floor and no one else touches the ball and you shoot a three, instead of doing that. Let's have two or three passes. If it ends up back in his hands, go ahead and take the shot. Versus just dribble, dribble, dribble over half court, fire it up versus not even trying to get into any offense. I'm just talking about when, like, Hardaway's sizzling like this. Sure, just or don't. Or someone else yeah, is Yeah, yeah, you don't want a 23-second ISO. I get it. That's it. But but I also just feel like even when it's not the best shot in the world, like, if we're talking about just third-quarter ball, like, I don't have a problem with Luka trying to get into a rhythm. Because when Luka, Luka is one of these guys that as soon as he drains one, then two comes. And I'm then more three worried and- about Hardaway's rhythm than Luca's. It, you know, Hardaway takes. I, I don't mow my own grass uh, like Peyton. Hardaway wow. takes four, five. What are these pulls? Pull, pull, I don't pulls. know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> that takes four to five yanks on the mower to get going. Uh, Luca, that's the instant startup, man. You know, put his big ass in the lane, go off glass, and am one. He's 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 off. Tim Hardaway, there's a chance Hardaway could have lost that rhythm in the fourth quarter last night because they got him no shots in the third. That's what I worry about more. Man, it's a bigger picture focus for the greats. Yeah, like, it is. I mean, they have to worry about, the, especially Luka, in, in, in the position that he plays, he has to worry about the rhythm of the other players. Should. It's on It's on him. You know, if... Um, like, that three he took last night, that was an embarrassment three-point attempt. He hit it, made us kind of forget. Of course, Bally was not going to show a replay of him getting stuffed at the rim on that pathetic dunk attempt but that was like yeah. an, that was an ego three you know he hit it but it was like oh i, I just got stuffed at the rim i gotta, gotta shoot to make up for gotta this gotta take it i get it but it is on his it is his on his watch to make sure that guys stay in rhythm remember back in the uh in the bulls days if Ku coach didn't have a shot in the first like six minutes you could just kiss him goodbye the rest of the game he was a wasted space it is on it was on the rest of the team to get him involved early 
just like it's on Luca to make sure that the other players stay involved in the game at all times. All right, headlines at 7, a Weezer ticket giveaway. The We just don't have enough time in any of these segments today or on this show. Kendrick Perkins, J.J. Redick on first take. So this all stems from Kendrick Perkins last week suggesting that Joker, Dirk, and Nash won MVPs because they're white. Any disagreement before I move forward that that's what Kendrick Perkins was saying? Anyone want to counter that? That's what he was saying? Yes. Yeah, no, that's what he was saying. Okay, so the exact quote was, when it comes down to guys winning MVP since 1990, only three guys that won the MVP that weren't top 10 in scoring. Nash, Joker, and Dirk. What do these guys have in common? I'll let you be the judge. I'll let you decide. All born outside the United States. All born. Good job, RJ. Yesterday... On ESPN, J.J. Reddick broke down the fourth wall in Connecticut. I want to just say something. Stephen A., I mean mean no offense to you, Uh and I mean no offense to First Take, because I think this show is extremely valuable. It is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. But what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show, where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that the white voters that vote on NBA are racist, that are they, they favor white people. You I just not, said that. I you ju- not, yes, you did. I yes, did you did. Not, I did. Yes, not, you did. That I is did exactly not, what you implied, not, Kendrick Perkins. That is exactly not, what you implied. I, I Secondly, not, hold on, did, hold on. I did not call. I stated the facts. I stated the facts. And you're not about to sit up. We all know what you implied the other day. We all know what you implied just now. Hold on. I stated the time. It's the facts. It's the facts. It's the facts. Man, (laughs) if they were in person, that would have been real interesting to see if Kendrick stood up. Okay. Reaction, and was it... Look, JJ's overall suggestion was accurate. I don't know if it... I don't know if... the. I take the word racist, man, really serious. Does it make... Was Kendrick Perkins suggesting the NBA voters are racist... Could we have changed that to bias? Bias. Could we have changed? Yeah. You know, I don't. I think that may have been a little unfair. I don't blame Kendrick for getting hype right there. You're not going to call me a racist now, or was he implying that? How does everyone view I, what what was said? I don't care how aware you are. I don't care how woke you are. Whatever you want to call it, everyone has bias of some kind over something. It's just sure. It's human nature. Biases aren't necessarily wrong or bad. I mean, sometimes they are. Sometimes they're not. It's just it because. You know, you can't control them oftentimes. Uh, so do they have biases? Sure. Uh, people vote, are more likely to vote for MVP of players that are in their own city because they see them every day. If you see Luka Doncic play every day and you don't see Joker play every day, who are you more likely to vote for? Regardless of the bias of race or not. So those are biases that come into play and they're totally real. There's no doubt about it. I think it's funny he said since 1990, uh, Kendrick Perkins, because he didn't want to just say since 2002, because that would give us several examples of somebody not in the top 10 scoring happening over the last, you know, 20 years. He had to make it 32. And the reason he made it 32 instead of 33 or 34 is because right before 1990, Magic Johnson won back-to-back MVPs not being top 10 in scoring. He was like 15th and 16th. And so he very clearly was trying to make a point about race. Now, if you want to say that's racism, whatever else, fine. But 
he is absolutely bringing race into the discussion. Yes. And he's he said, I'll let you guys figure it out. So J.J. Redick, you offered it up to him to interpret it as he would because he chose not to flesh it out anymore. You can't get mad that somebody filled in the details after you told them, hey, fill in the details of what I'm saying. I also don't necessarily think in this case Kendrick was being fake, like first fake. I think Kendrick, this seems like a point he really believes. It's just a very controversial, maybe ignorant one. But so J.J. Reddick is calling out ESPN for what is an overall problem, fake reading scripts. I just don't know in this instance if Kendrick was actually being fake and using the word racist maybe a little bit strong, but make no mistake about it. Kendrick Perkins was trying to imply that MVP voters are favoring white players. And that's the big subject here. Now, I will say this to... It's not really defending Kendrick's point. I will say this for Joker if he wins a third straight MVP. We all did say before the year, and we all do say... I say this about MVPs in sports. It's not only who had a great year... Who's different? Who's surprising us? So for Jokic to maybe be winning this for a third straight time, I do find a little odd just because usually they change it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This is reserved for Larry Bird. This is reserved for Michael Jordan. This is reserved for Bill Russell. I would have bet a ton of money that Jokic did not win the MVP for a third straight year. So that to me is a little bit weird. It is until, you know, and I looked, I went went and looked at some of these. I looked at the... The white MVP years. Okay. <laughs> so, two Jokic, one Dirk, two Nash. The two Nash ones were egregious. I don't know that the first one was. The second definitely was. So, I w- so Steve Nash, in 2005, when he won his MVP, was 15th in win shares. In 2006, he was 10th. Dirk was first in 2007. Joker was first in 2021. He was first in 2022. He is first this year. And I don't mean first by a little. This year, he's got three more wins uh, that that he contributed to than the second number two player, which is Sabonis. Uh, Last year, it was three. The year before that, it was four and a half. It's been far and away. Dirk, the same thing. Dirk blew out the uh, competition uh, by four. So, Nash was egregious. The others... They've been legit. We'll get back to this. Dak on being extended if and when it comes. Daniel Jones gets 40 mil, and Tom Brady is now a cat guy. Headlines along with a Weezer ticket giveaway next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. 
the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 